So hi there, I'm Ross O'Connor and I'm uh, very happy to be here with Scott Kennedy, Senior Advisor at CSIS and Leading Authority on China, who has a great analysis piece uh, on the CSIS website about the recent saga regarding uh, Meng Wanzhou and uh, Canadians Michael Kovrig and Michael Spavor. Now, hi Scott. Hi. Now, uh, first of all, I'd just like for us to talk about uh, the deal uh, itself that led to uh, last week's resolution uh, over the impasse and uh, more specifically some of the people uh, behind that deal. Uh, first, uh, Justin Trudeau, uh, Prime Minister of Canada, who uh, I believe deserves uh, some credit here uh, because not only was he under a lot of pressure from Beijing uh, to do a prisoner swap, but what is less known is that he was under rather intense lobbying by much of the Canadian foreign policy establishment, uh, ex-foreign ministers, ex-Supreme Court judges, editorial boards uh, were all urging Trudeau to uh, cave to Beijing uh, and throw the extradition deal uh, with the U.S. under the bus in order to make uh, uh, the, the swap. But I thought personally that uh, Justin Trudeau pretty bravely held the line. Uh, your thoughts on that? I agree with you. Uh, he faced a, a lot of pressures and restraints on what he could do, uh, both in terms of uh, pressures from Beijing and from other political actors. He also faced a lot of uh, restraints from Canadian law. Canadian law is unbelievably detailed and specific here. Uh, with regard to the due process rights of uh, people being uh, considered for trial or extradition. Uh, and uh, it actually, in some ways, I think is, is so generous and bends over so far backwards that it, 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 uh, that it makes it very difficult for an outsider, even if uh, uh, to intervene in that process, even if extremely well-intentioned. And from a strategic point of view, it may have served Canadian national interest more and so, but I think at the end of the day, uh, you know, Canada was going to depend on uh, its principles and commitment to rule of law as its primary source of power and leverage in this, uh, as opposed to other things that it could have done. It could have uh, really thumbed its nose, not just uh, at uh, uh, pro those protesting or criticizing, could have done so with Washington. Uh, so it could have it could have done a, a variety of number of other things. Uh, but, uh, it chose this path. Uh, it deserves some credit for sticking with it. Uh, and, uh, you know, just it did take a really long time to get to this point. But I think uh, those of us watching uh, who, who care about some of the individuals involved at the center of this, uh, we're glad that at least it turned out this way than another way. Well, I, I agree with just about everything there. Uh... Now, the second thing uh, I think we, we, we can discuss uh, is, and, and this is what surprised the hell out of everyone watching this entire saga, is that Beijing agreed to return the two Canadians at the same time as Madame Meng uh, flew back to China, which of course completely contradicts Beijing's narrative that the two cases were not linked. Uh, so apparently that's a massive loss of face. Now, I strongly suspect the same-day exchange was a condition imposed by President Biden in order to sort of expose Beijing's false narrative about this, and that Beijing had indeed used the hostage diplomacy from the start. Uh, so what are your thoughts about that? 
it was a requirement of both uh, the U.S. and Canada, uh, not only to uh, burst the bubble of the narrative, but for the possibility that uh, the two Michaels would still be in Canada if it weren't for the simultaneity of, of, the, of the transaction and the deal, or, or, or the actions on both sides, um, that you, you, you just don't know what might happen in the hours, days, or weeks uh, following her departure. As you've seen, um, uh, China's official position is very clear that the, that the Chinese won. Uh, Chinese social media, uh, following that narrative is, uh, you know, uh, go, uh, em emphasize that as well. And so you could see that potentially if they didn't do something right away, that pressure might build on the Chinese to, uh, to go back on, on, on their commitment. So uh, I think, you know, at the end of the day, at, at the center of this are, are, are the judges and the, the lawyers, the US Department of Justice, everyone else is outside this directly, but I think there are folks in, in the Canadian government, the uh, US government uh, who work in, in different offices. You remember Kurt Campbell uh, uh, works, uh, heads Indo-Pacific Policy and National Security Council. He'd been involved uh, as an Obama era official in the case involving the Chinese well. blind lawyer. So I, th I think uh, you're absolutely right in, in that uh, that was, there are many reasons why the US wanted to uh, have this occur simultaneously. All right. 